Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're tuning in. I'm Nicole. I'm a former fatty turned certified nutrition coach now living and promoting the low carb lifestyle. If you've been here before, hi, welcome back. If you're new, hi and welcome. So today I want to talk about identifying yourself as an emotional eater. So emotional eating is a common behavior that involves using food to cope with emotions rather than to satisfy physical hunger. Recognizing if you are an emotional eater is an important step towards developing a healthier relationship with food. So here are some warning signs to help you determine if you may be an emotional eater. Eating when not physically hungry. There are two different types of hunger, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about before, emotional hunger and physical hunger or true hunger. Um, so as a uh, refresher, physical or true hunger is eating based on your body's natural hunger cues. In other words, your hunger levels happen gradually and naturally over time, often a few hours after consuming your last meal, and you crave a variety of foods. Eating when you are not physically hungry is emotional eating. This is when you frequently eat when you're not physically hungry, such as when you're bored, sad, stressed, depressed, anxious, et cetera, et cetera. It often, it often happens suddenly or abruptly, and you will likely feel guilt or shame after eating. Craving specific comfort foods. So when you're experiencing emotions or boredom, you often crave specific comfort foods, like in my case, ice cream, chocolate, chips, or other sugary or sweet foods. Um, following eating these foods, you may feel again guilt or shame, which is very common once the food high wears off and you realize what you just ate, how much you just ate, and why. Mindless eating. You eat without paying attention to portion sizes, the taste of food, or the physical sensations of hunger and fullness. You might not even remember what the heck you just ate. Eating alone. You prefer to eat alone as it allows you to eat more freely without judgment or scrutiny from others. You may even eat in secret, which is like eating alone, um, but this is where you hide or sneak food, eat in private, or even dispose of the wrappers to keep your emotional eating habit a secret from others. Things like rewarding yourself with food. So you reward yourself with food for accomplishments or as a form of self-pampering. Emotional triggers. You notice your eating patterns are strongly influenced by emotional triggers like stress, sadness, anger, loneliness, boredom, etc., etc. Lack of hunger cues. You struggle to recognize and respond to your body's hunger and fullness cues because emotional cues often override the physical ones. You aren't in tune with your body's signals. Weight fluctuations. You experience significant weight fluctuations with periods of overeating followed by attempts at restrictive eating or dieting. That's one of the things I struggled with in my past life, actually. Difficulty in breaking the cycle. You find it challenging to break the cycle of emotional eating, even when you're aware of its negative impact on your physical and emotional well-being. You've tried many times but have this overwhelming feeling of frustration 
from the constant yo-yoing. You lack self-confidence, self-control, and food freedom. So if you resonate with any of these warning signs, there's a high likelihood that you are an emotional eater. Becoming more aware of your emotional eating triggers and developing alternative coping strategies such as mindfulness, stress management, or even seeking emotional support can help you break free from the emotional eating patterns and establish a healthier relationship with food. Outside of the things um, I typically talk about with my top three action items, which are stop, assess, and take action. Um, here are some other things you can do, um, some of which may be self-explanatory. Others may, might be just a refresher or a reminder. Um, so things like keeping an emotional eating food journal. I do have one on Amazon in uh, my my links in my bio if you're interested. Um, there's also a free download on my website, uh, Seven Day Emotional Eating Journal. Again, if you're interested or need help or a resource to help you get started. Um, but start a food diary to track what you eat, when you eat, and your emotional state at the time of eating. Record your feelings and thoughts throughout the day. Note when you experience stress, sadness, or other emotions and any triggers associated with these emotions and the foods you turn to uh, when you are feeling a certain way. This can help you identify patterns between specific emotions and eating behaviors. I typically recommend doing this for at least two weeks to really start to see a pattern and the accompanying triggers of the types of foods you typically turn to. Mindful eating practices. This is paying full attention when eating. This can be something like eating at the dining room table instead of in front of the TV so you're not distracted and you're paying attention. If you tend to have working lunches, maybe block off 20-30 minutes on your work calendar to limit or minimize the disruptions or interruptions in your eating so you can focus on eating. But this will help you be able to better distinguish between emotional and physical hunger and be in tune with your fullness and satiety cues. To go along with that, set me, uh, clear meal times. So establish regular meal times and stick to them as closely as possible. Again, um, as your schedule allows, um, this can help regulate your eating habits and reduce impulsive emotional eating. Again, this can be something as simple as just blocking off 20 or 30 minutes on your calendar, again, to avoid um, interruptions and disruptions uh, when you are trying to eat. Practice self-compassion. Be kind and understanding towards yourself. Understand that emotional eating is a common response to stress and emotions, and it's okay to feel stuck, frustrated, and even angry trying to break the cycle. It took you years to develop these coping methods of using food, so you can't possibly expect new coping strategies in just a matter of days. So be kind and patient with yourself. Um, next is to create a support system. So share your goals and challenges with friends or family who can provide encouragement and hold you accountable when working on changing emotional eating habits. Accountability and support are super important, especially in the beginning. So people other than uh, your coach or maybe even your parents or your husband or, or your spouse, um, that can be that shoulder to cry on and that person to lean on. 
when you're feeling uh, a certain way, when you're feeling overly emotional. Who knows, maybe one or two or even three of these people will go on this journey with you, right? How fun would that be? Next is practice delayed gratification. So when you feel the urge to emotionally eat, try delaying the decision to eat for at least 10 to 15 minutes. During this time, engage in non-food related activity and see if the urge subsides. Go through the set. Again, stop, assess, and take action. As a refresher, stop. That will allow your brain to switch from illogical irrational to logical and rational thinking. Then assess your hunger. Are you physically hungry or emotionally hungry? And then take action, something that does not involve food. Go for a walk, take a bath, read, journal, uh, listen to music, et cetera, et cetera. So, of course, following a low-carb diet can help in breaking the cycle. Uh, it can help in things like your blood sugar response. It can help with hormonal balance, uh, improve satiety. Um, et cetera, et cetera. So all things that we here are, are practicing or are working towards practicing a low carb diet. So we all should know the benefits of that for now, but it's important to remember that healing is a unique process for each individual. Not everyone will experience the same emotions or go through these steps in the same order. The key is to seek help when needed Practice self-compassion and allow yourself the time and space to heal in your own way. Um, so as always, if you have any questions or thoughts, drop them in the comment section below. I love to hear from you. I hope you found this helpful. This is, uh, again, different content. I'm trying to mix up my content a bit and talk more about uh, emotional eating and food freedom. So if you found this helpful, please thumbs up this video. Share with those you think can benefit from this information. Um, as always, stay tuned for next uh, future videos and have a happy and healthy day. Talk to you later.